You're good to go? Good to go. Excellent. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker. And before we get started, I just wanted to say, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to whichever channel you're listening or watching from. And uh, today, I have an amazing guest. I know I say this all the time. I have an amazing guest, but she is great. And we just decided we were going to be best friends today. (laughs) We'll do this great energy. I just love watching her. have uh, the uh, wonderful Dr. Simone Alicia with me, the self-esteem doctor. Thank you so much, Simone, for coming. I'm really happy to have you. Thank you so much, Danielle. I am so thrilled and ready for this talk. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And you just shine every time I see you. I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this. So before we get started with the work that you do, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us your story and how you got to where you are today. All right. So I think like many of us, I have just a dynamic background of a lot of things that came together. And um, hopefully that will actually be the motivation, motivating part of this talk is sometimes we don't know where it's going to lead us, where life's going to take us. So I started off actually teaching elementary school and um, I just love teaching. I'm a teacher to the very core of my being. When you think me, just think teacher. <laughs> That's me. Um, I've used that and cultivated that into a coaching practice, which we'll talk about today. Um, but that was the, my beginnings was absolutely absolutely teaching in elementary school. And I also had a, another thing that came together with that and I was modeling. And um, when I was doing fashion modeling, it was print modeling, runway modeling. And somehow, very surprisingly, those two worlds collided. And that's actually how the self-esteem doctor was born, interestingly enough. <laughs> so um, that's really where it all started. Uh, a little bit about my personal background. I'm Jamaican. I've got two kids. I homeschool both of them. I told you I was a teacher, right? in all aspects. <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that's me. And, um, and, and a self-esteem doctor that was born from actually in the classroom with those elementary school, beautiful, wonderful children. I started to see these insecurities arising and I was like, okay, you know, we need to kind of work on that. Somebody should be helping these kids to be more confident. And when it was test taking time, there was just self-doubt. There was just concern. There was competition. There was just all this nerves and worry about what everyone else was doing. And then there was also the body image thing. I had an eight-year-old come to me one day and ask me if they were fat. And I was like, what? And like, just that time, should be carefree. Like, um, so that was like, I'm like, someone's got to be working on these kids' confidence. And then on the other side where I was modeling, I saw some of the same things, you know, models are backstage criticizing themselves, critiquing themselves, like tearing themselves apart. And I'm like, someone should talk to these people about confidence. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, wait a second. I'm seeing a theme horizon here. And I think the someone is me. And I'm like, I guess I got to do this. And so that's, that's kind of where all of this excitement kind of came from. <laughs> you, you know, it's, I love that story because uh, you would never think that those two worlds would collide, but you're right. We're just from the beginning, if we're not taught how to be confident and, and, you know, just take it easy, then it does follow through to, uh, to adult years. That is Absolutely. Incredible. In whatever industry. And I think that's the biggest learning point for me throughout this journey is it's literally in every single category, every age, every phase, every stage of life, this is relevant information, you know, how you're thinking and feeling about who you are and your life and your capability, your potential. It's, 
it's fundamental in every category. So whether you're in pre-kindergarten or you're a senior citizen or you're a fashion model or mass, you know, CEO, it doesn't matter. Or, you know, stay-at-home mom, it, it's it's really relevant. And I think that's that's part of what's so much fun for me because I feel like it's really making a difference that we need in this yeah. planet at this point. And we need it so much because there really isn't. And I, I mean, I'm in the uh, early childhood education as well. And it's the same thing. You're just like, you don't need to be so hard on yourself, little one, yes. you know? Life hasn't yes. even started yet. Literally. Like, this yes. is the super fun part. This is the zero responsibility-ish part. Like, dive in and have fun here. But That's the world's right. changing. And we're, we're putting yeah. those responsibilities earlier and earlier. And we got to have more tools to balance that out, I think. We do. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of leads me into what I wanted to ask you, too, is, is I, I'm a big believer of the words that we say kind of create the world that we're in so from your experience are there any words we should that we can be teaching our children this but we work on ourselves as well words we should avoid completely uh that we shouldn't be using in our vocabulary just to help with our self-esteem and our confidence and and what we could replace them with oh my gosh everything you said was amazing just now i want to say like 40 (laughs) things i'm like yes we need it as adults the kids the words yes (laughs) Um, Yeah, definitely. To to answer really directly, some of the words that we are using, like, um, that are limiting. That is what I would say. Any type of word that is truly limiting us and our performance and our potential needs to be eradicated from our vocabulary. And I understand, you know, some of our, our listeners are tuning in right now and our viewers might say, well, you know, you can't just pretend everything is going to be perfect all the time. Like, so you got to keep it real. And I'm all about let's keep it real. The problem is, is that we've somehow kept keep it real synonymous with keep it negative. But that's mm-hmm. not how you keep it real, right? Like to say, this is difficult for me. Okay, that's keeping it real. I can't do this may not be keeping it real, right? So. Right. We want to use language that actually opens the door and empowers us to go forward, to improve, to grow, to progress, to change from unable at this moment to able in that moment. So we have to just have language that keeps on that keeps the door open and keeps our mind tuned with the potential and the positive potential, the positive possibility. And I think we really need to start accepting that truth that our words are in fact creating the outcomes that we're getting. And it doesn't matter to me which perspective you take. You can take the perspective of more like law of attraction and words are creating and it can be a little more magical to you. I'm I'm with it. Let's go. You can go yeah. a little bit more science, you know, like the quantum field and the words and the energy and the atomic particles. And, and I'm with you there too. And then you can go very psychological. If you say you can't do it, your brain's like, okay, I can't do it. And now you've closed the door to creativity, to options, to ideas. So I'm open to any way you want to process these words. The point of the matter is that we have to create language that opens the door for us to be successful. And it doesn't mean you have to lie. It doesn't mean you have to fake it and pretend and, you know, make things up and not keep it real. It just means you have to be intentional about what do I really want out of my life and then start speaking in that direction. It's like a GPS. You need to put it in the direction you want to go. Don't put it the opposite way and be like, I really want to be there, but let's go there. You know, like go in the direction you want to go. I think that's Super important. So I wouldn't say things like can't, never, impossible. 
I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say things that really define and categorize me permanently. I can be feeling sad. That is allowed. You're not a robot. You can be feeling sad. You can be feeling, you know, nervous. But when you start to define, I am an anxious person. I am just a very depressed person. I am experiencing depression. Depression is real. I'm experiencing depression, but I am depressed. It's a real, it's an ownership that the brain takes and the body takes. And now it's mine. And like with most things that are mine, I don't want to give it up. It's mine. <laughs> so be careful with the language that locks you into a permanent state of negativity and, and be mindful of language that stops you from potentially progressing in the future. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Everything that you just said, I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> and I, I loved how you pointed out the ownership because it is real subconsciously we just we, we're like my world we want to keep everything yes. and we see it in young children like that's fine that's fine it's like, no it's not so things like my anxiety my ocd my ptsd just no you don't want to no. keep that let it go absolutely <laughs> you know, absolutely don't ignore it i mean you know we we, we can work through it but don't hold on to it. And that's and- so important, Danielle, that distinction, because I think when we tell people, you know, don't take ownership, they think we now say deny. And you're like, I don't have anything. I no, that's not what we said. Rewind. Listen again. Right. What we're yeah. saying is, yes, this is the real thing. And it can be something you're truly experiencing. And it can be very real, diagnosable, proven even. But yeah. the point is, when you say this is mine, then you have not set yourself up in a position to move through it or work forward from it, or at least manage it in, in your life in whatever way that looks like for you. You've got to be able to say the. So I tell my clients, you know, if the anxiety that I'm experiencing, this depression, this, this, this thing, this thing, because I can now give it up um, more easily. I'm not saying it's just automatically. I'm not saying you're going to drop every diagnosis, although I definitely feel like we have much more potential than we've ever exercised, but that might be our next interview. (laughs) But um, we we have, we have a lot of capability, you know, a lot of potential that's untapped. And because we don't know, we don't know what we don't know. We just are in this space, but talks like these, I think are starting to help elevate and open people's minds to the potential and the power of just your language alone, for sure. Exactly. And it's important to have these talks because a lot of people, you know, people still say, well, I I don't want to go out and get some help we try to keep everything inside. You don't want to show that you're struggling, but uh, everybody struggles at one point and we need to, to say it's okay and just Absolutely. find the right person for you that, that will, like you said, you're open to any, whatever, whichever way you look at it, whichever way your clients are going to process this, yes. we roll with it. Because again, it's in, in the line of work that we're in, it's not our job. It's not our, they're not, no, let's, let's work with you. It doesn't matter what I believe. It's what matters is what you believe and how you can work with that. So. Absolutely. And like we were talking about earlier, we were saying that um, we all essentially want the same things out of life. We're all essentially, you know, we're all human beings. We have more in common than we do different. And the struggles, the difficulties, the questions, all of these things that you feel like you're the only one experiencing, every single human being on the planet has or will or is experiencing that, at, you know, and will at some point in their lives. It's, ma- it's a matter of what are the tools they're using to overcome it? You know, what are they 
they doing and what and how do they access those tools? And in this day and age, you can access, you know, talks like this, you can access anything on the internet, you know what I mean? You can you have resources that you can seek out and utilize before even having to face a person, you know, one-on-one. Um, but there is such a great benefit in being able to do that to find someone that you can connect with and that can help you like coach you through those hard times. It's it's really powerful. It is. It is. And it makes a difference. You know, when you found the right one, you're just like, okay, yeah, now I'm empowered. I feel amazing. I can get through this. Yes. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And you, you built an online academy and I was looking at that with the programs. You have programs for children, programs for also, it's amazing. Can you talk a little bit about the programs that you offer online? Yes. And this is why you're my bestie, because sometimes people will, <laughs> sometimes people will see my online academy and immediately say, well, this is obviously only for children. And mm-hmm. while I do have, you know, an angle towards the youth, because I think starting early has a really great benefit for our entire planet. You know, if we're kind of raised with this mindset, then it's really powerful. The academy truly is for all ages. There's something in there for everyone. And we continue to add resources all the time. So the online academy, here's what it is. It is like, for me, I wanted to, I want to think of it as like the Google of self-esteem, right? <laughs> of mindset. Um, like I need tools, I need resources, I need perspectives, um, I need things to help me through these moments. Where can I go? What can I do? My, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning, my coach is, is sleeping, right? Or, or I have this thing coming up and I'm by myself. I don't have anyone I can call and consult with really quickly. It's this 24 hour, seven days a week resource hub where you get to just go and start to address different things that are going on and try to find the tool that will suit you. So your mind is super busy. You know what? I think I need like a quick deep breathing meditation. Okay. That's going to be on there. I need something unique because I'm feeling really stressed and I'm feeling like really jittery. Oh, there's emotional freedom tapping. You can learn about that on there and get out and walk through a video. Never heard of it. What is it? Get the definition there. Oh my gosh. I'm feeling a little bit sad and like just a little heartbroken. Okay. Let's learn about breathing through the heart and all these heart math type things. That's a resource there. And it will link you out to other resources that you can continue to, you know, dive into on your own. But the idea is what can I do? I need something to do to help me with my mindset with my self-esteem. And then there are other classes that get deeper and give you a blueprint and give you a plan. And here's step one, step two, step three, and, you know, other resources that I'll pull from the internet and other resources that we'll create ourselves. And the ultimate plan here is you've got to know that you have options. When you know you have options, you can start to use those options. But so many of the times I think it's like, okay, you know what? I'm sad. I don't believe in myself and I know I can't do it. Let's just wait till that changes. Right. And it's like, wait a second. I know time heals, as they say, but it depends on what you do in that time is how fast or what you're going to do in terms of healing. Because if you're just angry in that time, you're just going to be angry at the end of that time. If you are sad or feeling depressed in that time, you're just going to be depressed at the end of that time. So when time heals, it's because something is happening in that time. Either you're forgetting or you're utilizing the tools or you're stewing in it. You know, there's all different variations, but you've got to do something and you can know that you can do something because there's so many options out there to help us to release the stress, help us to shift the mindset, to quiet the mind a little bit, to refocus when we're feeling all over the place. There's so many different tools um, that are not talked about. And I'm just like, I would like to provide a resource where people can come and find these not talked about tools all in one place and find the things that I've vetted the things that I've vetted and things that we found like, okay, this is legit. Let's share this with people. And I just, it's, it's, 
I'm very proud of it, as you can see. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I love it. Actually, I'm going to go dive in even deeper now. Are you right? Gonna... right? And, oh, and here's the best part, Danielle. I even, we started off with, because I know sometimes you're like, what is this? Do I want to get involved? Well, the first thing that I recommend everyone do when you go to our academy is go to the library because we have a, it's a free resource library and you go in and you just get, get those things for free. You don't really have to pay anything. You start to get exposed to all this. And as you're diving in, we'll say, if you want more about this, you can go to this class and that class might have a cost. Or if you want more about this, go to this website, which has nothing to do with me, but like, you should know it. So go to that website. So it's a really great place to just, I, it baffles me when I'm like, you know about my website. Why don't you have an account? It's free. <laughs> go to the reason. You want, you know, get that. <laughs> It's just so good. And I have the benefit of hearing when people use it. Like I had a client and we were working one-on-one and I love independence. I love that, you know, you get, you feel really great with me, but you're not leaning on me. And I need you to, I need to feel like I can go on vacation for like three months (laughs) and you're going to be like, I know what to do. I got my thing. Doesn't mean you don't want help. It just means I feel stable and sturdy with the knowledge I've gained so far. And so she was having a moment in the middle of the night and she was like, I'm like, I'm on the verge of a panic attack. She feels them coming on. She just, I, it's right there. And then she's like, I'm going to tap logs into the Academy. Like I don't know, 1230 or whatever it is, middle of the night and logs into the Academy finds a tapping video and she's just like tapping. And she's like, Simone, I've never experienced. Like I, I went straight to sleep. It worked so well. And I was like, mm-hmm. Tell me more, honey. Tell me more. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is what I want for everyone. Imagine anywhere you are in the world. You can just yeah. jump on and do that. I love it. I love it so yeah. much. That is amazing. Can you talk a little bit about, because you mentioned that one client, but transformations that you see in your clients when you do, when they work with you, when they go through the online academy, can you kind of share some of those transformations? How much time do we have? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all the time you want. <laughs> all, all the, guys, kick up your feet. We're going to chat. Okay, no. um, That's right. I got so- my coffee. We're good to go. <laughs> Um, so I, you know, and that, that really is the most exciting part of it is just, you know, knowing that what you're doing and you know, this from early childhood and from your way, like just the work you're doing, seeing those results. So which one do I want to start with? So of course I talked about that client who was experiencing panic attacks and she had that tool. I would love to tell another tapping story, although I have way more resources, but one more tapping story is, um, there was a young, a young kid. He was about 20 years old. And I guess that's not a young kid, excuse me, a young adult. <laughs> He's about 20 years old. And um, he was having like issues with the father figure in his life. It was not a biological father. Um, and it was just friction. And every now and then a little bit of a push shove, a little physical-ish altercation type thing. And there was one evening where he was not at his house. He um, was at another friend's house. And then both parents came to kind of like get him or like, are you drinking? Are you safe? And like checking in and just very whatever. Um, and so this, the, the child, the person I was, that I was dealing with, the, the young adult was so upset. And normally his response would be lashing out, just attack, just like, I ah, like just all those emotions are sizzling, doesn't know what to do with them. And just, ah. well, this particular night after we've been working together, maybe about three sessions or so, we'd already covered tapping and he literally walks away from the situation as his parents are there, the mom and the dad, and he walks away by a tree. I remember the story distinctly because he told me the story and the mom told me the story separately. And and, yeah. And I was like, he's like, he walked up to the, no way. So this is the mom's perspective. What did you, what is this kid? What did this kid do? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he walked over to a tree and started like banging on himself. I don't know what it was. And then he walks over to us and he's like, mom dad i'm good i'm gonna go back inside i'm gonna talk to you guys later and then they were like ready for like world war and they were like he just walked he 
he was as calm. What did you do? And I'm like, I didn't do anything. He did it. He used <laughs> the tool. So imagine you, you have an option. Like I'm mad and I want to scream. Any other options? No, I'm screaming, right? <laughs> but now I'm mad and I can tap. I'm going to tap. And then and she, he got this relief and it was just like, just, oh, it was so good. So that's the tapping story. I love so that. good. Yeah. So good. And you got it from a third party because your clients could tell you, well, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. But to hear somebody that's not in it to say, okay, what's going on? I'm what's going on? Person. That's Are when you, you get the validation that it's like, okay, this, this young man is actually transforming into something better. And it's wonderful. <laughs> It's beautiful. And then I think about the age or 20, he's out in a more of like a party scene, like hanging out with the guys and and then the emotions got high. And for you to be able to bring that up as a resource in the middle of all of that chaos was just amazing. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Um, Another example, this one is using um, more journaling and a a tool called mental imagery. So just for the background, if you're not sure about, if you've never heard of mental imagery, which is also called mental rehearsal. And I also, I love to call it positive mental practice because I feel like it just breaks it right on down. Right. Um, So basically if you're not, if you're not familiar, you tune in um, positive mental practice or mental imagery is when you allow yourself to play through a scene that, that's coming. So an event is coming and you start to kind of imagine that it's that you're doing it already. And you don't just imagine it like fake, like, oh, look, I, I ran the mile. I did it in one minute. Yay. Great. I imagined it. Like, no, it's a sincere effort to put yourself in that moment in a real life type situation, elevate those emo- emotions that you would normally feel, try to really be in the scene and then execute whatever it is you're going to execute and imagine it going absolutely perfectly. Why? It's not to dilute yourself or to pretend you're always perfect. It's to give your brain a pathway. It's like, listen, if we did this excellently, this is what it would look like. I just carved out this, this connection in my brain now, this like neurological pathway just got formed, but this is how it could look. And I'm like, huh? Then the brain thinks we did it. Because the way the brain works is like, it just takes everything literally. You're like, hey, I won the, I won the Olympics today. Your brain's like, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sounds good to me, right? And that's yeah. what we don't realize. Our brain is taking everything literally. It's just like, yep, you did that. You did that. So while we're not going to walk around and lie and be like, I won the Olympics, when you do it for your brain, it opens up this pathway that lets you actually feel like this is a real potential. This is now an option. Winning this race is an option. Succeeding at this test is an option. You know, landing this client and getting this contract is an option because I just painted the picture in my mind. So now I'm open to how to make this possibly happen. My brain's like, oh, let's run faster. Oh, let's change our breathing. Oh, let's have water before we go. You get all these instincts and impulses that start to help you to make that happen. So I had a girl in high school. She was about to be a senior in high school and her entire high school career so far was very isolated. She was very shy, very withdrawn. She was diagnosed with different learning disorders um, and just was not in a great place. I think someone in her family member, a family member who was close to her had passed. And so she was just not in a great place and very, very depressed, right? Not diagnosed depression, but just feeling depressed in those moments. And so we spoke and I said, listen, here's what you're going to do. You're going to start some journaling. And we're going to start imagining the best days of your life at school, just for you, just for you. What would it look like? What would it be like? Where would you sit? Who would you talk to? What issues did you just realize? Oh, I was going to sit there in my head. And I realized, you know, the fire extinguisher is there. I can't sit there. I'm going to sit there. Right. So solving problems like Nikola Tesla, if you guys ever heard of this name, like solving problems and building a plan in your head from your bedroom. So she was journaling this. She was visualizing, journaling, visualizing the summer came and it was time to start senior year. 
And we had the session right before school started. And um, she's like, I'm like, are you ready? She's like, yeah, I just feel so good. I'm like, because your brain is sending you signals that you've done great already, that you already started the first day of school and you did great. That's the signals your brain's sending back to you because that's what you fed into it. She's like, I just feel so calm. You practiced feeling calm. So she started that school year and long story short, she was at like events all the time. Oh, I'm going to a game, Simone. Oh, you want to schedule? Oh no, I'm going to go to a game. I'm going to this. I'm going to a Getty. I'm going to party. I have a boyfriend. I'm, I went to homecoming. Here's my dress. I got into three colleges. Wow. Oh, wow. And then she called me in college. was like, okay, I need you again. Like something else happened to college level <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, I'm here, honey. I'm here. But watching that progression and seeing someone who may have said, I can't go to college. I'm not smart enough. I have no friends. I can't do this. And she was heading that way. And I was like, just apply to the colleges. Like, let's just see what happens. And I walked her through that. I walked her family through that. And she's now, I'm not going to say my age, but she did graduate and she is in her profession. Although I'm way too young for that, but let's move on. <laughs> Only, I always say that when I work in schools, the children get older. We don't. We do not. We don't we do don't. that. We would never. Only the children age. We were yes. fine. <laughs> I love um, that. Uh, so those are some of my stories and um, they're, they're just, uh, thank goodness, there are so many of those stories. Um, and, and the work I do is based in something called neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. And neuro-linguistic programming actually helps us to make these changes pretty quickly. So I'm not going to tell you it's overnight and I'm not going to tell you it's a one size fits all, but there is in fact um, a very high potential for your changes to happen more quickly than you realize because the language that I will use is the language that your brain is familiar with and your brain will respond to. And we all have a different language, not all, but we have various languages that our brain may respond to better. My job is to find out what that language is and speak that to you and speak to you in those terms. So if you're a very hands-on person, you learn by touching. Even if I'm on the computer with you, I will use language that makes your brain feel like you're touching. I'll say, hey, do you feel what I'm saying, right? Can you yeah. take that in? You know, using words and your brain's like, oh, I take that. Oh, I feel that, right? And so yeah. knowing some of those tricks helps you make changes much more quickly. And I incorporate that in the classes that are in the academy. So when you're watching, you're, all your learning styles are being appealed to and you're like, okay, I get that. I see that. I hear it. I see it. I can touch it. I perceive I can touch it. You can print things out. So it's really, it's really beautiful to watch these results and watch um, it spread so that everyone has access to this information. Oh, I love it. And I love that you mentioned the different learning styles, because that's something a lot of people don't think about. We just go to that traditional, listen to me for an hour. Yeah. Don't do anything. And that I was never able to work that way. So yeah. it is so important. I'm a big advocate of that. Okay, well, how is your visual learner processing this? And how is your, your kinetics? Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I love that you say that because right there, I was like, Oh, this is another reason why I love you so much. <laughs> it's just, yes. That's right. This is just it, it, you have to find those words that'll I'm visual I need to see pictures so you tell mm. me something. if I can see the image I, you got me like I, I, yes. I will roll with yes. it so it's so important to, to have that so that's wonderful because yeah. then you, you reach out to everybody and not just one type of person that's super huge that you said that and then you also I know you work with parents as well and 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 you know um, address a lot of the learning to parents this is something parents can use in their homes you know you don't have to be specially trained you don't have to be a teacher, but to understand what your child's language is, or as we call it, the internal representation, what, the, what they see the world as best, you know, do they are interpreting visually, auditorily, you know, with touch, even with the senses of smell and taste, you know, kids that are always putting things in their mouth might be more gustatory. Um, so there's just different ways that we can reach 
our kids. And, and as a parent who's untrained, if your kid likes to touch to learn and you need to like, you know, correct something they're doing, you know, a touch on the arm can be like, hey, I need you to go over there. And then like that touch is like, oh, you're talking to me, right? Versus you're over there like, hey, go. And the kid's like, ah, you're like, you're not like that. <laughs> it's like that touch, they just brings them very present. And this, oh, you want me over there? Got it. So simple yeah. little things like that. Just a little thing, yeah, and and it, it makes a world of difference. A I love it. Difference. A yeah, that you, you're not just online. You do speaking engagements. You're like an international speaker, so you bring that energy. You bring that sunshine along with you. So can you can you tell us a little bit of uh, what that's like for you and and why you just said, okay, I'm doing this. I really want to ask for oh, I, as I said, when we started that I'm a teacher to the core, I just absolutely love the opportunity to teach. And maybe I should have shared this at the beginning, but when I was little, one of my main game that I would always play was teacher. So I'd set the stuffed animals up on the bed and put the little paper scribble on it for them and you know, run back to the front and start teaching. <laughs> and I was doing this for years. Um, I also doubled as a business person and my mom brought all her papers from the office, the old school, like perforated. And I'm like, writing and signing um and i also did like brain surgeries on a side note to um one of my dolls who i still have it's frankie he's he's a little bit of a mess now because there's a lot of surgery but (laughs) the funny here's how i'm gonna bring this back to my speaking this is what happened i'm telling you this is how the brain creates these pathways so i was taking out bad stuff out of frankie's head that was my entire goal i took bad stuff out of frankie's head ran the business and taught school do you know what i do now I take the bad stuff out of people's heads. I run this business and I have this school, this academy, this this teaching that I do. And so when I get on the stage, it's like I wake all of that up and I'm on the stage. And of course, you guys are not stuffed animals when you're in my audience, but I do get get flashbacks. And it's just standing there, being able to take an audience from... I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm in a negative state, or I'm prone to these negative states. And when I'm there, I don't know what to do. And knowing that after we engage and after we share that energy and after we share that talk, there's going to be a shift. They're going to be like, I now know something I didn't know before I came here. And me feeling like that is my actual like mission on earth. Like I was put here to do it and I got a chance to do it. And I'm just fueling life force energy through me and just being the conduit for this information. And it's just so like, I'm electric and I absolutely love being on stage. I never actually described this like this before. I'm very excited for my- <laughs> I'm like, this is good. <laughs> 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 oh, so, I'm, so that's my goal. My goal is to continue to be able to do these talks, to be able to ignite these audiences and just, and, and what I started to fall in love with was being able to help people in a bigger volume. Um, you know, with the classroom experience, you know, we don't teach the kids ABCs one by one by one. We teach them ABCs in a group and a cluster because that's something that you can sing, you can share pretty quickly. And then as they need the fine tuning, and then as someone's learning style is a little different, and then as somebody needs a little more assistance, then you kind of start to pull it into one-on-one and get more specific in what they need. And so I'm feeling the same way when I was coaching one-on-one only, I was like, this feels like I'm teaching ABCs one by one by one. And I feel like my mission is bigger. How do I reach more people at once with these unique tools? That's how the Academy was born. And that's how the big speaking, all right, let's do this in the big groups. And as people need individualized help, they can come to the Academy and they need more individualized help. We can start working one-on-one. And that has just been so beautiful. And, And the fact that my kids 
kids are homeschooled opens the door for us to travel and to go wherever we need to be to be able to do these talks and see the world and and just live really on our own terms we're just like rebels we're like we we want to do this we want to live everywhere like we want to just be everywhere that's what we're gonna do so we we worked hard and now we're working smart <laughs> and we get to do it yeah <laughs> oh i love that yes and then you just Sometimes you almost have to pinch yourself to say, my God, this is my life. You know, this like, life. happen and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And gratitude. I mean, gratitude, 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 gratitude every day, all day. Like, I'm just like, thank you that I have this interview with Danielle, this talk with Danielle today. I keep calling it interview. I don't know why, but I keep having this talk with Danielle. I think, you know, thank you. I'm just, it's gratitude. Gratitude is just, I mean, it really is like a superpower that is underused. And, um, and I think that's what helped fuel the progress that we've made with everything is just being grateful. And I can see the difference because I'm human too. So I can see the difference if I'm in a place of worry or if I'm a place of, Oh, you know, I want, I want another talk. I want, uh, I want more people in the Academy. And if I get, if I shift from the gratitude and the appreciation and the mental imagery and, and I'm using the tools myself because, you know, life happens and I'm busy. You, I see that decline. I see that. It's just like, my gosh, I'm just, I'm feeling in a funk. The good news is I have the tools. And as my husband and I were talking about last night with some friends, Friends, there is no tool that I've given to you that I don't use or have tried myself. Right. Period. I am a walking testimonial of everything that I share with you. And if it doesn't work, I'll tell you, hey, I didn't work for me, but maybe you should try it. It's still a tool. We're not all the same. Um, but I, I live and breathe everything that I talk to you guys about. And I do that on stage and it's, it's fun. Yeah. I love it. And that's a <laughs> game changer when you've lived it, when you've experienced it yourself and recognize that it might not have worked for you, but it could work for somebody else people will, will appreciate that so much because now it's not just something you read in a book, but you, you've actually practiced. And you can say, well, that didn't work, but if you tweak it just a little bit and it gives them, it, it gives them that I can solve this. I, it gives them that a bit of power. <laughs> you yes. know, say I have control yes. and I have the tools to, to help and I can rely on somebody I can trust to, on those days that I, I really can't figure it out. <laughs> so it's good. It's and those really, days are there. <laughs> those days are there. And that actually leads me to something I wanted to ask you because I was the first one to say, I don't need a coach. Nobody can help me. <laughs> Nobody can be my head. Nobody understands. Nobody. And, and then it's when I finally did go out <laughs> and say, okay, I need guidance. Please yeah. help me. And uh, it just changed it because you're so much in your head. And I'm, t- I'm talking from experience. I was so in my head that mm-hmm. I could see the bigger picture and uh, have those people kind of guide you through and hold you accountable, uh, not yeah. to play the victim and say it's yeah. everybody else's fault. So what is your opinion on that to say, you know, what are some of the benefits that people are, are you know, people that will go and, and reach out to a coach or a mentor or uh, what are your thoughts on it? I, I really think that one of the first things we have to do is adjust our perspective, just like you shared with us very plainly. And I'm sure I've had those experiences in my own life. Um, the perspective that, you know, I need help. And that's like, oh my gosh, I need to be helped. Even culturally, you know, being from Jamaica, I've seen in the past and maybe not so much today. I'm not too familiar with what's going on today, but I know like in the older culture and the older times of our culture, it was just like therapy, like yeah. coaching. What? Like, go sit down, right? Like, what is wrong? Go sit down. You're fine. Like, oh, you know, go take a nap. You're hungry. Like, I don't know, whatever, whatever other remedy they could come up with. Um, and I know that's similar, not just in my culture, but in many others as well. It's just a just taboo. Like, you don't go with help. You don't talk about your business. You don't tell people your problems. Um, and I just want to point out that there's so many different ways to look at this. And 
ultimately we have to say, what is our goal? What do I want here? Do I want to keep struggling and, you know, hold on to my pride or whatever I'm calling that and just keep struggling all by myself and then call that a win? Or do I want to say, I just want to be better and I want to have the, the fortitude. I want to have the confidence. I want to have the clarity to know when an additional set of tools is necessary. I want to be able to make a decision that's going to ultimately benefit me rather than try to stay in this space of, of non-clarity just to save face. And I think once we start to shift and realize that we actually have all always only been helping each other all along the way. I did not make these earrings. I did not make this shirt. I did not sew it. You know what I mean? Like I did not make the, the creams and the lotions and the rings and the nail polish. Someone else has done that. So the house I'm living in, someone else built, thank goodness, because if I built it, I mm, <laughs> would be outside. Okay. Like that's not my strength. So like it's it, so for us to realize we've always been interconnected. We've always relied on people who have a strength in something to provide that for our community. And then we bring our strength to the community. That's how we've really built all of this. So we understand that now getting help with maybe how I'm seeing myself or this problem, this issue, this topic, it's it's the same thing. We're, we're employing and hiring and accepting help from people who are good at those things or who can have an outside eye or an outside opinion to help us work together um, to, to improve. So unless you want to build your own house, sell your own clothes, make your own makeup, make your own toothpaste and be like, I don't need anyone's help. Then you go for it. Then don't you even think about a coach. You just do that yourself too. But if you realize we're interdependent on each other to a certain degree, then you can open up that door to say, okay, well, you know what? A coach is another person who's going to help with this big picture. And, and many times we have to realize we are a puzzle piece oftentimes in the puzzle. So when you're a puzzle piece, you can't see the whole puzzle. You got to be your piece. Now through meditation, you can elevate and have a perception of the bigger piece and you can coach yourself through things to a certain degree. Absolutely. Um, but it's always going to help to become enlightened, to uh, you know expand your knowledge, expand your awareness and accept the potential um input that someone else can give. And, and to your point earlier, Danielle, you mentioned that it's, it's who you choose also. So, you know, if you have a coach or a therapist or a, a mental health provider of some sort who you feel is just not understanding you, not a good fit, you don't need to close the door on everyone. That's like, I don't know, trying the, some, a new restaurant and you didn't like it doesn't mean you never eat in a restaurant again. And you're like, I'm just not going to go back there. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go somewhere else. But I'm not going to go back there. So maybe you just be willing to say that the, the one, the part doesn't represent the whole, that one person does not represent the entire industry of coaching. Um, and there is a difference between coaching and therapy and psychiatry and all of that. So just be aware of that too, and find out from yourself, do you want a mental health provider who is a traditional therapist, like psychiatrist, psychologist, or are you looking for more of a life coach? Um, those, that makes a difference also in, in the results you're going to get and your comfort level, what you feel like you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I, love I love how you put it. Yeah, uh, we we're, we'd be delusional thinking that we can all, all do it all by ourselves. <laughs> and if you're oh, not, I, I love how you said that because I, I told somebody that before. Is okay. So if you think you can do it all on your disconnect all your plumbing. Oh yeah, and reassemble oh. it with your own, and then and then we'll see. You see, you had me at plumbing. You had me. Yeah, had me at plumbing. Put it all back together by yourself and tell me, tell me if you needed help. <laughs> Forget Google. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, I need references, please. I need a list of coaches. I am going to make a call right, right now. Right? <laughs> people are, people react a lot when you mention public plumbing. So <laughs> it's like, no, I need my plumbing. <laughs> oh, yeah. For me, I have chills and I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm very visual. So that, 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 that's, those are the kind of words I use. Yeah. Just gonna I love it. And see how that goes for you. <laughs> well, what you just did was cement our friendship because one of the examples that I always seem to come to, like, I forget, I had like several talks and it was just, I kept on like referencing. I'm like, well, you know, sometimes things happen. And if it's, if you're walking by the sewage and the, the poop spews and they're like the poop. And I'm like, sorry about that. Sorry. And then I said something else and it was like, and you know what, like poop. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I saying poop so much? Oh my but it, it works because they respond, you know, you're like, they you see mud and they're like, oh, mud. Okay. Yeah. I get your point. You're like poop. Oh, wait, whoa. You're saying now, like that's different, you know, so you gotta make an impact. That's the deal breaker right there. That's right? why everybody remembers the Shawshank Redemption. You know, oh, we remember Lord. that scene. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. Uh, <laughs> all right, I, I we 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 went on off track a little bit, but I wanted to ask is you mentioned that this is kind of a it's going to become a personal question for you though because you do all this, you build your business, so you know you're coaching us, you're homeschooling your children. Let's let's not forget this. Just that yes. alone will give people anxiety. How do you find balance in your life with like you know work, family, home, everything else that life throws at you? What, what works for you? Yes. Oh, that's such a great question. Okay, so the first thing for me is to remember that I have the tools, you know, and I think desire is a very big driver, a very big motivator. And I really want to feel good in my life. I want what I want and I want to feel good. And I'm committed to feeling good. I'm committed to feeling good, not just for me, but it, it affects my children. It affects my husband. It affects my neighbors, my friends, my clients, my school, my, my staff. And it's very important important for me to continue to stay connected to what I feel like is the essence of me and, and all of us, that all of us have that essence and we can stay connected to it. And so because I have this very strong desire and a strong belief that I can be connected to it, I know I can be connected and I know there are ways to be connected and I know many of those ways. So for me, it's a commitment and also a training and a practice and a habit, a routine, right? All of these words that we hear all the time. Um, and it's now just a part of my life to seek out that balance. Now, for me personally, I thrive on variety. Like I know if you guys ever heard of Tony Robbins, he talks about these six human needs. And, yeah. you know, if, you, if you're one who like, I need things the same over and over, I need to be, you feel certainty to a certain degree. And if you need things to kind of change and be dynamic, then you'll need variety. And there are a few more, but I thrive on variety to a certain degree. That's one of my human needs. And so, or at least I've concluded that, right? <laughs> so, so when I actually do my self-development work and my balancing work, it changes every day. It changes because this is what I feel like I want today. It's what I feel like I want to up tomorrow. But that desire and that belief, those, those two things married together, um, drive me to every single day seek out that balance. And we all have these drives in different areas of our lives where we're trained. Okay, so you know if you don't brush your teeth every day, twice a day, um, that you can get cavities. We know what happens after you get cavities, it leads you to the dentist. After the dentist, it's a filling and the needles and the drills and the this and new teeth or no teeth and or expenses, money, whatever it is, we know it leads down the train we don't want. That is enough. And the habit of being told to brush your teeth when you're a kid, like 30,000 times, that, yeah. that the habit, the reminder and the fear of what could happen there or the knowledge of what can happen drives us to brush our teeth every single day. And then if you miss the night because you fell asleep the next morning, you're like, I gotta make up for it, right? 
So that is how I perceive my self-development work. It's kind of like that brushing your teeth, that taking that shower, that cleansing, the feeding of the body. Like if you don't eat, you get hangry, angry, headaches, this, that, that. So I take that into account in my life and I've created a habit and a practice of I want to feel good. And I know the consequence if I don't. I know the disconnection from me does not lead to financial gain. It does not lead to spiritual fulfillment. It does not lead to good times with my family. It doesn't lead to anything that I want. It's the dentist visit. No offense, dentist. I love you, but you know, when it's wrong, when it's bad, it's bad. Right. So, um, so I, I don't want that bad version of it. So, um, that leads me to do my self-development work. So what you'll find me doing on any given week, will I'll be journaling in the morning when I wake up between the journaling and doing my affirmations, which I now share with you guys on Instagram when I'm doing my affirmations. Um, and then I also love to run. So some mornings it's a run. If I feel like a little like, oh man, this, this day feels like it's, it's ahead of me and I want to get ahead of the day. I just go for a run and it seems to settle me. I love stretching. feels like it helps this big spirit of mine to fit in this body. Right? Like I stretch and I move. Um, I do tapping also. If I feel like I'm like, I want to release any blocks in my day. I don't even know why I'm tapping, but I'm tapping. I use mudras. All these you'll find the academy also i'll do those finger positions if you're not familiar when you go to the academy and the free library you'll see right um i I do the hand positions i also meditate Uh, i'll do silent meditation i'll do guided meditation i have certain meditations that are like medicine like oh man i'm feeling stressed here's a meditation that helps with stress i'm feeling confused here's a meditation for clarity i'm feeling like i need more financial independence here's a, a meditation for finances so i usually use it like a medicine like it's a pill if you will Um, and so meditation is huge for me and I stop and breathe throughout the day. I have alarms set that will go off. I was at a meeting the other night and it was eight o'clock and my alarm got off and they're like, Oh, you got to go. And I'm like, no, just a reminder to stop, appreciate and breathe. And I literally stopped and they're like, let's do it with you. I'm like, sure. And we took a breath and we just stopped and just said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this moment. Thank you that I'm safe. And then we moved on less than five seconds. Um, So I do that and build that into my day. And I also teach my kids all of these strategies too. So my kids will start meditation before homeschool. Some days, some days we don't, they'll come outside and walk with me or run, or we'll do grounding where you walk barefoot in the grass and we'll do that. So it's just a lot of effort to balance setting timers, being intentional, being deliberate, being aware and present. Um, And there's days I get it wrong. There's days where I'm like, oh my gosh, our homeschool was like 10 minutes and I wanted to do like 10 hours today. Like, okay, uh, go read the book. I just go read. Reading it. Today's library day. Go read. I'll be right back. <laughs> and I jump in a bubble bath. And I'm like, I'm going to go for another run. Or I need to I need to journal this out. Um, and one of my favorite journals is one I actually created, of course. <laughs> uh, it's called Release and Refill. So when I feel like stuff's just like piling up, I write it out. Release, release, release. Okay, this is, I'm so frustrated. I can't believe it's happening. I'm annoyed, blah, blah, blah. And the next page is, but I know I got this. I know I'm settled. I know I have at least five tools I can use to help me with this. I know I can breathe. I know the world is fine. My family's fine. Everything is fine. And I'll just get through it one step at a time. And then I just feel settled again and we get back into it. So it's very intentional, very deliberate use of tools and that desire and the belief mixed with the practice, giving me good results all day, every day. (laughs) I mean, except when it doesn't, because, you know, some days are just human days. (laughs) And it's okay to have those two. That's why I love to ask that question because it's important to say we all have those days where it's absolutely. But absolutely. just it. And I love how you said you teach your kids that too because it's so important um, 
teaching somebody what you learn helps you, but to, to give your children those tools as well so that they, they are a bit more equipped for later on when life comes up. Life happens. Oh, yeah. I, I remember being in Target. Yes. I remember being in Target and my alarm went off. It was like my 12, I had like a 12 and a five and an eight o'clock alarm for the stop, breathe, appreciate. And it went off and then my, my son goes, uh-oh, you got to breathe. <laughs> and we stopped right there in Target and just like, and he breathed with me. And it's literally, it's two seconds. It's not like, we're not like sitting on the floor in Target for a half an hour of meditation. It's literally just stop, be aware for a second, just slow down, just pause. And it was beautiful. And it works to like recenter you in a busy day. And like, no, wait, I choose me. Because when I choose me, I'm going to produce way better for this company, this job, these kids, this husband, this wife, this, I'm going to produce way better. I need to just stop for a second, recollect my energy. It's like plugging back in. You know, sometimes when I do on, go on stage and I do a talk, I, I bring a, I brought a toaster, <laughs> And I'm like, why isn't this working? You know, I put a piece of bread in and I'm pressing, why isn't it working? And they're like, you didn't plug it in. I'm like, exactly. And half the time we're doing and doing and doing and doing and doing and pressing and writing and working and working and nothing's happening or we're not progressing. And I'm like, did you plug in? What does plug in mean? It means to find your center, to plug into your source. If that's spiritual, if that's divine, if that's God, if that's silence, if that's stillness, if that's prayer, if that's medicine, whatever it is for you, but slow down get centered, plug in, let yourself feel really capable, really good. And when you're plugged in and then you start pressing that button, thing goes down, it toasts and you have a yummy sandwich. So like, you know what I mean? So you got to plug in too. Yeah. I love that. See visual. Like, visual. Yep. I got visual. It. It's yep. It won't go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Now you'll think of me every time you toast. Every like, oh, time I make toast. I'm like, oh, Simone. <laughs> I apologize and you're welcome at the same time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, you know, I'll have breakfast with you every day. <laughs> exactly. I was in Canada having breakfast. Yes, I was. Alice, <laughs> <laughs> take my sunshine in. <laughs> yeah. no, oh, my gosh. Do you have any advice? Like, I, I like to ask this question. Is like uh, some wisdom you'd like to share? You wish you would have known when you were younger. You knew, you know, something that you knew if you would have known sooner it would have made your life a lot easier. Do you have any any kind of wisdom to share? You know, incidentally, my of course I my gut just sent me a little answer here. So I'm gonna try to put words to this answer that I'm feeling. And I actually think it's I mean, it's kind of typical when people say no regrets, but I'd like to reframe that and say appreciate the journey even the hard times, because when you say, you know, if you go back and make life easier, well, perhaps if I'd gone back and made life easier, then I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, um, I remember being bullied like other people, you know, like I, and I remember going to be on the track team and the track girls like were making fun of me or whatever. And that deterred me from track. And if I go back and be like, well, they shouldn't have bullied me. I had been on a big track star, but this is so fulfilling to me. What I've been so fulfilled being a track star, you know, track and field runner, and like maybe not. So I think part of that, the wisdom is in appreciating those times, even when they're hard, appreciating that a lot of that um, things that don't work out, those are redirections to get us to where we do want to go. Yeah. And, uh, and not to look back with this idea that 
I do wish it was different because to a certain degree, what has happened to you is putting you on a perfect trajectory to be where you want to go. But when we get lost in the sadness or the pain or the what ifs of what didn't work out, we actually blind ourselves to the potential future we can be looking at. Um, when I first started this business, I opened it as a studio where I, I, I used my modeling background to inspire the confidence and I had a really great experience in one client. <laughs> and then the rest of it crumbled because nobody else understood what I was doing. So I, I lost that business, if you will, lost the storefront, couldn't keep it up. And it's like, wow, that was a bad thing. Or was it? Because I had capped my potential income at this. I had capped the potential people I could help at that. I ca- Everything was limited. Limit, 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 limit. And as right. soon as that moved to the side, I got married, I had kids, and the dream magnified. Oh, now I'm going to coach. And then after that, I'm like, man, I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much. I'm coaching so many people. I'm getting great results, but I'm like, I'm, I'm missing out on my homeschooling. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm missing bedtime. Like, I don't, I don't feel good anymore. That's a bad thing. Or was it? Because then I opened the academy and then we scaled and then we started talking and pub and I'm like, my gosh, this is like I'm just being redirected right. for the message to be hit bigger. So my biggest wisdom that I would share with you guys is don't look back with an essence of regret. You're not gonna enjoy every bad, un- uncomfortable moment. I'm not telling you laugh and enjoy an uncomfortable moment. Let it be uncomfortable, dislike it, that's fine. Just don't stay there, don't stew on it, don't marinate on it. Try to find the effective way of saying, hey. That was not what I wanted, but I'm so happy that it put me on the path here. It made me think here. And um, and that's going to be a really big gift to you if you can master that. And it's going to happen after the fact. You're not going to be in the middle. Oh, this is terrible, but I can't wait to see where it unfolds. <laughs> and if you do that, then you need to be my coach because I'm not there yet. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to feel bad in the middle of it. And then when it's done, I'm going to be like, huh. That's why that insanely annoying, ridiculous, unnecessary thing was kind of necessary. So thank you, God. (laughs) (laughs) And it's frustrating every time it happens when you get that aha moment and you're like, how come I'm not getting this? (laughs) And then you're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for not listening to me when I said make that work because now this is working and I like this better and it's going to keep evolving and sometimes evolution is uncomfortable and you know and but at the end of the day it's beautiful and and we get to discern and decide you know how much we let that affect us in a negative way or how much we lean into the lesson so I'm like drop the pain keep the lesson go forward drop the pain keep the lesson go forward feel the pain then drop the pain take the lesson move forward I love it. I love it. Yeah. You don't want to mask the pain that, that follows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave that part behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you working on now? Anything new coming up? Any new projects? Anything that uh, you want to share? <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to pick one because I don't want you all to be like, what? What's she doing? How many? Okay. So... All right. So I, I'm going to talk about my, my, my newest project that's already out there for you guys to see is my, my show that I've started on YouTube called a positive mind with T said, and um, T said is the self-esteem doctor T S E D. And I just made it a name because that's what I do. So, (laughs) so um, a positive mind. So I've started this to continue to give more information and inspiration and tips and tools. It's a great guide for also leading you to the Academy. If that's where you want to be, or if you're already there to kind of remind you of what tools you can use, but in and of itself, the shows are just jam-packed with resources for you to use and you can gather your families and watch together you can watch just by yourself um but that is probably 
um, one of the most important projects to me right now because one of my big goals is to also be more on televised appearances because again, it's about the numbers. It's about how many people can we help with one talk? If I can have one talk and there's 3 million people listening, that's 3 million people who got helped. I no offense to anyone who loves likes. You can like a like, I like a like, but I don't care if you like it. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. I don't want you to click the button and be like, <laughs> I want you to be like, oh, I yeah. saw that this lady said this and I, I changed my life that day. That's what I want. So I want more eyes to be able to see that. So my goal would be more television, more stuff, more movies, if I can, whatever it is, like, let's just get out there and uh, do the big talks and let people see and learn that there, there are resources out there. They've probably never heard of, oh, never nice. heard of. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's and next time we talk, I'll tell you all the other projects. Yeah, seriously, I was going to say I could talk to you all day, maybe even all week at this point. Oh my gosh. I'm going to wrap it up a little bit. And For sure. Before I let you go, before I ask, you know, where we can reach you, I always ask this question. I made this promise to a, a little girl a while back, and she was asking adults these questions, and they weren't answering her, and she was getting really frustrated. Okay. So I told her I would ask, because it's a beautiful question, and uh, that is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Me. I want to be really good at being me. I just want to be really owning that and really unapologetic about that and 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 really step into like who did I come here to be and just be oh I, got, I gave myself chills that's weird but I, I that's weird but I yeah that's me and it's been a long time in the making to really let myself be me you know the me without is that what should I be doing that because I'm like a rule follower like growing up it's like what's the rule what do we do I want to do it right I want to get in trouble <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble and now just being like, well, what would I do if there is no getting in trouble? And if I don't care and I just want to do it, who am I? And I think that's, that's the most beautiful thing I want to be. And that's going to come along with a lot of things. A lot of things. That is beautiful. I love that. I love that question. It's endless. It's just endless. I, Yeah. The possibilities of that. Oh, yeah. I love that. You can evolve through through the years as well. So that's amazing. I love it. That's, that's what, and you know, kids are so limited sometimes. And when people ask her that or she you know she went as a kid you're like firefighter this 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 you say every profession you've heard and then usually invariably some adult says well you have to pick one you can't do all of those things exactly and i'm like well if i'm me i can i can do whichever one of them i want <laughs> Sorry. so that's my answer <laughs> i love it that's the way that's the way we should all answer this is what we should teach our children to say to i can do whatever you whatever i want <laughs> like who exactly. are you exactly <laughs> Yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna evolve. I'm gonna evolve. So like today, I want to b- do ballet, and that's gonna be fun. But like in five years, I'm over that. That was great, and I want to do something else. And why can't I do that? That's beautiful. Exactly, I love yeah. that. Now, how can people follow you? I know you do, you do your affirmations, all of that. If you, uh, if they want to add a little sunshine to their day, uh, how uh, how can they follow you? <laughs> you guys can definitely find me at the self esteem doctor. It's all spelled out. The full words the self-esteem and doctor all spelled out on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, Instagram is going to be the hub though. So that's the main place I would say to go. And my website is also the selfesteemdoctor.com. And from there, you can get to the Academy. You can get everything, you know, so, or just Google it, Google the self-esteem doctor. I'm going <laughs> to pop up and be like, hello. Click here. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I'm in the sunlight. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> They're like, what is going on? Okay, so when you go follow them on Instagram, you're going to see why we're doing that. I'm not even going to spoil it for you. When you go follow, you're going to see why we keep saying good morning. <laughs> It'll make sense, I promise. It's, it's, it's part of my routine now. I hear your voice in my head and I just love it. You really I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> my voice and the toast. Let's go. I am coming in the system for y'all. I am in there. I see you. I'm the coach on your shoulder. That's right there. Right. You're in control of me right now. So. You will love yourself. You will be limitless. So do whatever you want. You're amazing. That's hilarious. This is how good she is. She actually got to be. So, so you definitely want to follow her. I will add uh, all her links into the description and the comments so you can follow her. Thank you so much, Simone, for joining me. Like I said, I could go on forever with you. It was such great. I know this was a great way to start the Monday morning. Yes. And, uh, we'll definitely, we'll have to do this again. And I can't wait to see everything that you've got coming up. I'm going to definitely uh, keep track of that. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having this type of a, a platform that allows people to learn and hear your voice and on the mission that you are helping to bring. We do this together and I'm yeah. so thankful. So, so thankful to everyone listening, tuning in, watching, and thank you to you, Ms. Danielle. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. So for everybody watching, don't forget again to like, follow, or subscribe to whichever channel you're listening or watching from. Don't forget to follow the self-esteem doctor as well and get a little bit of sunshine in your day. And and uh, until next time, stay safe, stay awesome, and we'll talk soon.